Onyx Vale, Saints and Sinners. All right, hello and welcome to Onyx Vale, Saints and Sinners, a Des Moines and Dragons podcast. I'm your host, Tim Williams, not fucking it up this time. But he will throw an F-bomb out in the first 13 seconds of the Uh, recording. Oh, damn it. We're going to have to censor that. Okay. <laughs> nah, nah, we're gonna, it's fine. We're an adult podcast. We don't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah. All right. I am joined by Chris, Andre, and Callista, my intrepid players and scoundrels in the Onyx Vale. And before we throw it to them, I uh, hope you're enjoying your summer. I believe this comes out mid-July. Uh Right now, we are at the tail end of what would have been the most beautiful week, probably, of July. And, uh, yeah. So, if my table can share one fun fact about the world space, or just something they're working on, or a piece of media. Uh, So, yeah. Did anybody else visualize the table talking, like, I'm fine, just a little bored. (laughs) I'm doing okay. (laughs) I'm fantastic. I like I I just want to get so big to the point they actually anim- start animating some of these things and then that just be one bit anyway. <laughs> that's how you know you made it, right? That's how you know you made it when like people animate some of your stuff. So, right. uh, since you're talking to me the most, Chris, uh, doing the teacher thing, you get to go first. <laughs> you're making noise and eye contact. Well, right now in the early phases of working once again with Des Moines Yard. Young Artist Theater, uh, this time Shrek the Musical. Des Moines is- Yarn Artist. Des Moines Yarn Artist Harder. <laughs> Yarr. Pirate crew. I'm, I'm, I just watched my my wave file just peek out right there. Good job. And guys. after that, he's no longer allowed to work with Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot do sound anymore. We saw it happen. Uh, but uh, getting to work with Des Moines Young Artist Theater on Shrek the Musical, uh, get to be the sound designer for that. That is uh, a guilty pleasure musical of mine uh a fact about the world space so uh there is a a myth that well there's many myths in the wonderful wonderful melting pot that is the onyx Vale. there's even a tavern called swinging a myth swinging a myth (laughs) good uh you know there's one on the uh on the boat docks that's called mist that's called a Never mind, the joke's falling apart. Um, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. But the with the world space, there is. Uh, it is said that when you are passing beyond the veil, there are these guardian birds that come and take your spirit to the other side, almost like Valkyrie, but in bird form. Mm, okay. All right. Fantastic. And just going on down the line here, Andre, what do you got for us? Um, I am tomorrow starting rehearsals for um, the remount of Stabby Stab Stab. So I'm very, very excited to do that one again. Um, if anybody is listening for the first time, hey, I don't know why you chose this one, but um, <laughs> the uh, Stabby Stab Stab is about the two girls who attempted to kill their friend to go meet Slenderman. So that's going to be happening during fringe it, we're performing literally every day of fringe um oh, damn because <laughs> it's a bring, it's a bring your own venue so we got yeah. a little bit more flexibility okay. there that makes sense side note for people who can there's gonna be an invited dress before we open so i could probably get some people in there 
Mm, okay, so good to know. Just so you guys know. I was say, do you have the date on that, or uh, is that something that somewhere. we have to talk about? I have it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> or is it something we have to talk about off recording? That way, not everybody gets in. Nah, <laughs> I have it somewhere, but I'll, I'll I'll send it to you guys once I know more information about it. Fantastic. Um, and last, oh, sorry, uh, is there? No, anything, oh, sorry. I was about uh, to say, no, I don't have a world space thing, but I um I watched the idol. I did it. I forced myself to do it. <laughs> Oh, no. And it's a time. <laughs> I don't necessarily recommend it, but if you want to hate watch, the idol exists. Oh my god. I appreciate that. The, it's a time. It's, it happened. It All sure right. did. The idol? Oh, have you yeah. not been hearing about this? No. I mean, it's Chris. No. He lives under a rock. A um, so, rock. The Idol is a show um, starring The Weeknd and Lily Rose Depp. And it's supposed to show like originally it was supposed to show like the down like how ho- or Hollywood and stuff like really traps these idols and how much they go through and stuff. But it's really about the weekend being a creepy cult leader and way too many gratuitous sex scenes, like way too much for even HBO. Oh, oh interesting. Damn. Now that's a that's a hell of a line to cross with HBO. Yeah, oh, and damn. also Jared not- Leto must have been an executive producer. Hey, sorry. <laughs> well, they so apparently they had filmed the original six episodes, then fired the director, then brought on Sam Levinson, and then this is what we got. Oh, and Lord. nothing, <laughs> no plot lines get resolved, and none of it makes any sense. It sounds like it's an experience. It, it really is. I will say episode two, until The weekend's character comes back, when it's just showing Lily Rose Depp trying to push herself to do this music video, actually really good. That oh, part okay. was actually really, really well done. <laughs> and then The weekend comes back, and then the roller coaster just starts. Oh, Yeah, as again. soon as he came back, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm done now. Here we so, go. You've ruined this for me. Thank you. Oh, fantastic. All right, well, thank you for that recommendation. So if you're looking to experience that. (laughs) Last but not least, Callista, what do you got for us? Well, I haven't been watching The Idol, but I have been watching The Witcher. It's the new season, right? Yeah, so the first part of the season, most of the season has dropped, but the second part won't come out to the end of the month, I think. Oh, okay. Is... Henry Cavill doing both parts of the season, and if it's a spoiler alert, you don't have to tell. You. Okay, good. <laughs> so this is. Oh, this is I was literally about to ask that same question. What? I, sorry, I said I was about to ask the same question about Henry Cavill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Chris Hemsworth comes on next season. Okay, so season four and such. Right. I yeah, I finally watched the first two seasons of it, and I really enjoyed it. And then it, like, I remember it dropped and I was like, oh yeah. And then I just never got to it, which sounds like how I was for like season one because I didn't get to it till like months later and everything. Right. All right. Fantastic. Calista, any fun facts about the world space? There are some funky bird species there. People right. tell each other that they've seen them. And a lot of times people will not believe other people that they've seen these birds. They've got strange beaks and strange feather colors. Did you just put the bird from up in my world space? <laughs> I did not mean to, no. I was thinking like vulture-like kind of things. I get you. Heaven. 
<laughs> no, no, that's fine. All right, fantastic. And last but not least, uh, I'll do a couple uh, housekeeping notes from Des Moines and Dragons themselves. So first and foremost, if you like board games, if you like TTRPGs, uh, might I recommend visiting uh, Cardboard Caucus in October. Yeah. It's on sale now. There is a live show, and uh, it'll have DM Paul at the reins. And if you follow Des Moines and Dragons on social media, you'll see the first two members, I believe, have been revealed for the cast for that. Should be a fun time. And tickets are definitely still in the links and all of those. So get your tickets today. In the meantime, before we get started, just to let you know, uh, the fun times with uh, the Onyx Vale are slightly coming to a close. We might have two to three more episodes, depending on how our players play. So That's how six more rolled out. And that's how we got full to 25. <laughs> oh, oh, Abner can make this last as long as we need it to. Right. <laughs> Beach episode. All right, fantastic. Uh-huh. So, yeah, um, other than that, uh, you'll see more info about upcoming projects soon. And, yeah, just keep it posted on Des Moines Dragons. All right. Uh, I feel like I was very official there for a hot second, so... In the lieu of that, can we should we should we get started? Narrator, narrator. Ah, uh, yes, Madam Treason. Uh, you have two visitors here to see you. Two visitors at the same time? What a lucky person I am. Why don't you bring them on up to see me? Madam Treason, my name is Inspector Gladhand, and this is Inspector uh, Corning. We'd like to ask you a few questions, if that's all right. Go for it. So, I don't know if you've read the local newspaper, but lately there's been a confirmation that vampires are a real thing here in the Onyx Vale. And uh, according to our resources, we've heard that you know a little bit about a place called the Night Market. Do you know about that? Well, sir, I think as a detective, you would know that things like vampires and night markets aren't real. I'm not a detective, and I could figure that out. (laughs) Oh. Ma'am, with all due respect, we know it's real. We see it in ourselves. Now, if you could work with us, if not, there's going to be a lot of damages that comes to this pretty establishment called the Sway Cabaret. Are you threatening my establishment? Only if you don't work with us. 
Well, you've taken what could have been a very fruitful conversation and made it a very boring one. But yeah, no, I looked up that scene actually, and yeah, you're right, Andre. It's very much a like it's a Superman. full magical girl transformation. Yeah, it's a full magical girl uh, transformation, like Sailor Moon and shit. And I'm like, I'm here for it. But, I, yeah, uh, I didn't know I needed Superman having a magical girl transformation, but I did. I'll be honest with you, I I don't know. There's just something about how much like Superman is a himbo at heart, and I need that. Don't get me wrong. I, la- I I appreciate Henry Cavill, but I just need that golden retriever him. I need that Kansas boy. <laughs> I, need I need that Kansas boy who's too innocent for his own good. All right. So uh, on that note. Uh, <laughs> uh, Spectacular. So what happened last time? Are you like claiming are that? You, or yeah, asking? are you asking or are you telling <laughs> Uh, yes. Sure. <laughs> I, mean, so, I, I, can, I can recap a little bit. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, you recap and then I'll fill in the blanks. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, we went to, I don't remember what the name of the f- little festival or World's whatever fair. it was called. World's Fair, thank you. Yep, it's in my notes. There it is. Um, we went to the World's Fair because we needed to protect our friend. Keenan our- Buxton. <laughs> yes, Keenan Buxton. We needed to protect him and also get a sh- chance at killing the mayor. Governor. 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 Thank yeah. you. Governor. I'm doing great at this. So <laughs> Most of it's there. It's fine. Um, and during that, um, Hawk had a sniper battle, which mm-hmm. was pretty dope. Right. Um, and then Locks went to go get a receiver thingy, but his... Uh, thief friend stole it from him. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Swipe, swiper no swiped. And then uh, 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 Lox's uh, assassin attempted to kill the governor. He got repelled by some kind of magic. So there's some kind of magic at play. I forgot about that. We need to look into that. Anyway. Um, okay. And then he died, and then people were like, oh my god, it's a vampire. And then I sneezed powder at people, and then we got the body away, but somebody took a picture of it, and it's in the newspaper, and we need to do something about that, too. Yep. I gotta say, that was, like, when you did the sneeze thing and the roll, and it happened so well, that was probably, like, the biggest face palm I've ever had. <laughs> You're welcome. tell their story. All right, fantastic. All right, so, uh... Let's just get straight into it today. Uh, Today, uh, so we kind of like, once again, get this overarching view of the Onyxville. And during this time, as we kind of like have this view of it just flying over the city, you hear the sounds of doors being kicked in and the sounds of shouting and scuffling and everything. Uh, Ever since the reveal that vampires are a real thing in this city... The city has taken a very hard turn to root them out. And so um, we see like three newspapers fall on top of each other. Like vampires are real. Uh, What to do if you suspect a vampire. And the latest on the top one is by the one that the uh, recluse owns saying. uh, Vampires real question mark. Or is the government hiding something else? And so uh, 
that is where we're going to start today's session. So, um, who would like to go first for the free time? Remember, you guys are at war, so usually you would have two options. But since you are at war, you only get one thing to do during your. I thought that was thought that was downtime. That is correct. You are. I am wrong. <laughs> Don't listen so to me. What? You are right. I am not. Thank you. Do not listen to me. I am just a GM. <laughs> Details. Alrighty. So who would like to go first anyway? Actually, now because you did the teacher thing again, you engage with me first. Shit. Oh, thank God. I was about to say nose goes. <laughs> also uh, because you engage with me tactic. first, actually, do me a favor. Roll me a d6. Roll you a d6. Uh, Roll me a d6. Right, yeah. This is for that question mark clock. Okay. Okay, let's see here. Looking at my clock, looking at my clock. Okay, so your clock basically has this. If you roll a five Mm -hmm. or a six, you get one. Okay. If you roll a three or a four, you get two. If you get a one or a two, you get three. So, fill in two parts of that clock. Like a vault. (laughs) I have three... Three out of four of those slices are filled. Ooh, all right. Somewhere. All righty. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, what is... So, it is like maybe three or four days after the whole events of the last one. So, what are you up to? So, I think, you know, he's tr- tr- at the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, the Onyx failed Beacon. And he's working with a artist uh, connection that Abner had secured. Mm-hmm. Abner, what's the name of that artist? Uh-huh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a <laughs> And that's when we go to technical difficulties. <laughs> I can but, make up a name for you. Like the first, the, what, what, the name that came to mind, like it's Lamont. I went Lamont Lacroix, but I'm like, no, that's no. no. <laughs> he's a drink maker. He's a, he's he's got a whiff of TV static. Um, <laughs> that's right, Lacroix drinkers. I said it. There goes our Lacroix sponsorship. Thanks. Oh well, that, that's all half of them. Um, <laughs> it's it's the hint of a listener. <laughs> oh dear God, man. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. I remember the first time I had LaCroix. I'm like, this green apple stuff should taste good. <gasps> no. No. it's LaCroix <laughs> no. is like if they put an apple next to sparkling water. Right. That's on top of a TV. Like, it's, yeah. It just, it, yeah. That's so right. I said it. This whole episode is just going to be labeled, screw you, LaCroix. <laughs> right. It has nothing to do with the episode. LaCroix. Oh, there we go. We call it LaCroix. <laughs> Lamont Lacroix. Well, that's the name now. That's the name of the artist, Lamont Lacroix. Oh, Lamont Lacroix. All right, fans. Should we apologize to the and president? So what is coming in with the save? Well, fun fact: uh, when I was te- <laughs> when I was teaching, I have a I have a student who's really interested in learning the French language, and they did theater too. And whenever we had literally anything in like theater, 
she would be like, I'm going to get the correct. No, sorry. They would get like, I would get, I'm going to get the correct uh, pronunciation for this. That way we could say the French correctly. And I was like, it's one line. And technically it's okay if they get it wrong. I'm like, no, we have to be accurate about this. I'm just like, okay. (laughs) Was it Vivi? It, it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Andre coming in with that. Yeah, I know exactly. I know exactly <laughs> who it was. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, because it was during Eurydice too, and I was like, it's, it's I don't even know if Bureau de Change is a real thing. <laughs> right. Like, you are Smalls, and you are killing me. It's okay. They're passionate about it, so I appreciate right. that. Right. All right. So, uh... So we got off into a fucking tangent. Lamont Lamont Lacroix, the uh, the artist, is in uh, with we're in the boardroom of this uh, paper, and I am with the head journalist, which is uh, Ellen Wise. Ellen Wise, and uh, Lamont has some of his sketches about you know here is the photo of that they took. And here is the rendition with a simple bat, a bird, a butterfly. And, uh, locks is looking at it like, all right, I, I like the butterfly to offset the viciousness of the vampire picture. Can you change it to something else silly to show just how simple it is to completely change your painting or change a photograph? And Lamont. it goes. And so Lamont turns, goes, Oh, I could, ma cherie, very easily. You give me a name like Lamont Lacroix, you're not getting, you're getting a Southern Belle. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, like, we're getting Cajun. Like, hello, Gambit. Um, <laughs> well, good, good. I mean, Abner said that you are highly, highly, highly recommended. So um, if you can make, I love the butterfly against the juxtaposition of the vampire. So something else silly to just, we're going to run things out. We're going to prove that this whole vampire nonsense was just that nonsense and that the, the uh, governor's trying to hide something else. And so he go, he tips his hat because he's wearing like uh, a big uh, top hat and everything. So he tips his hat and he goes, of course, is there anything I can do for the very regu- regarded Westchesters? Other than one more iteration on that primary photo, you've done more than I could have asked. All right, I shall have it done by the end of the week. Or do you need that sooner? Well, I know you can't rush art, but your expedience would be... He takes out two gold coins. Very appreciated. And he goes, I shall see what I can do. Good day, madam. Good day, ma chérie. And he says to to you, uh, Archibon. Fairly well. And then I think as he goes out the door, you know, it doesn't surprise me that Abner knew Lamont. Uh, Ellen goes back like, I wonder what, like, bread name he has. Oh, I can only imagine. Do you want me to find out and let you know? Please do. I want to investigate it, but that's not good journalism. No, no. I mean, (laughs) hopefully on the other side of all this, maybe some of those humor columns can make its way back for a little sunshine in this doctory place. Of course. I really, really am tired of doing obituaries. Too terribly true. Too terribly true. Mel, have you 
anything to report on that that hospital or the governor or anything of that matter? And she goes, yes, I have everything that you found out about running... uh, Everything that you found out about the hospital. Now, I will say this much. Hmm. We run that. And likelihood is they're going to either A, censor us, or B, pull our publishing license. I did not consider that as an avenue, and harder to get the word out if we can't publish. Exactly. What they'll do is they'll... I could see them coming up with falsified documents that could prove us wrong, she does in air quotes, just as a way to get us off. Right. Play the same game we're playing in reverse. Mm Mm-hmm. Could we, thinking of some future sites, now that we have the services of Le Mont Lacroix, could we perhaps hide the truth in a comic column, perhaps, and then find some other way to get the word out? Not through official channels, but random flyers around the city with no ties back to us, perhaps? I think that is something that we could do, yes. Uh, reach out to the paper boys, maybe... Maybe just maybe have something that could work with that and we could make that work. Well, throw in an extra gold coin if any of them take it up. Of course. And as you... Do you turn to leave at that point? I have matters to address back at home. So, once again, do be careful. Like I said before, and I'll say it again... When it comes to the information about that hospital, I know we stand as a beacon of truth, but I'm not going to blame you for being too afraid to put anything out there. And she goes, she looks to you and goes, I've been with you this far. Indeed you have. And hopefully, to the other side. And as you walk out, she goes, Mr. Westchester. Yes? Get some sleep. You look tired. I will see what I can do. If only you knew the half of it. Alrighty, and so with that, you leave. Is there anything else that you wish to do at this time? Amusingly enough, my knee-jerk reaction was Naruto run through the streets. (laughs) Uh, Sure. Just go super fast. I, because of the time period, I always picture that Sailor Moon thing with like the whole cape. Like, I don't, oh my god! So I don't know enough uh, about Sailor Moon. But there's a character tuxedo mask, tuxedo mask, and like yes. how he always like covers himself with the cape when he disappears. And I was always yes. thinking that. Yes. <laughs> yes, I. I think as he's walking back, he has this. You know, he, he passes the library where Faust is. He's like. I want to drop in to see if any letter had come back from home, but he's like, I don't, I don't have time. Okay. And so as you're walking back, you do notice definitely a sharp pain in your chest that only lasts maybe about a second or two, but then immediately goes away. I I think uh, as he's walking, like it it takes the wind out of him. You just, We're going to need to look into that later now, aren't we? <clears throat> and are you heading to the docks where the recluse are? Yep. All right. Fantastic. 
Let's check in with uh, Abner or Lee. Who would like to go next? Lee, go. Ah, <laughs> uh, you stepping on my territory. Yeah, I was gonna do nose goes. Jokes on you. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I think at this point, um, I'm pretty sick and tired of being in the uh, in jail. So um, I'm kind of laying low, just um, <laughs> maybe checking up on Inspector Dewey and see how uh, how maybe he could be of help more. All right, so your goal here is to try and get him to like lower more heat for you per time, because as of right now, he's he lowers two heat per, uh, just as a normal per uh, heist, basically. Oh, okay, I wasn't aware. And then, and then if you guys kill a lot of people, because that's what happened last time, is you guys got all very lucky. Is technically you none of you killed anybody, so you got no heat for that one because all of the heat went on to uh, Knox, basically. Gotcha. So really and truly, this is the first time the recluse has actually lost heat in the whole campaign. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to continue great. that, and maybe um, <laughs> could I? have met up with uh, our dear Westchester and distributed some of the flyers for him. Sure. And so uh, do me a favor. I'm just going to have you roll a D6 and this is going to determine how like much you actually be able to canvas the district. Okay. So you rolled a three. Uh, so, it's not great, but you're definitely able to get Lee Township and a little bit of the Somerset District. Okay. I was really going for Lee Township. You got Lee Township with that one, at least. Okay. Uh, the higher you roll, meaning, was like the more possibilities you guys had to actually get everywhere. So. <laughs> Alrighty. Is there anything else that Lee would like to do before heading off to the Recluse? Um, do I have enough time to uh, train my pet? Sure. Yeah, go for it. How do I do that? I don't think I've done that. Okay. So, give me one quick second. Let's we're just play some gonna, uh, technical difficulty music. While we're going to vamp by open the book open. Yeah, Chris, you have a bird too, don't you? I do. That's Artemis. He's yeah, a... I hate your birds. I remember that. That's right, but they adore you. I'm they sure do. They do. All right, let's see. Six... 65. It's like cats. They always find the ones that don't like them. <sighs> Although with the new uh, new little story beat that uh, Callista added, I can now tell people birds aren't real. <laughs> no, you can tell people that birds work for the bourgeoisie. Right. Uh, why do, why I can't wait till we have a two-week downtime. I can't wait till we have a two-week downtime because you all have to replace the batteries in them. Wait, right. what? <laughs> there hasn't been any kind over in Lee Township. Yeah, it's because the uh, the upper crust are replacing the uh, steam engines and all the little birds to spy on us. It's maintenance week. On oh, the birds. Not the birds. <laughs> they don't want all you right. to know. 
So tell me what you want to train uh, Jack on. What are my options? I'm not seeing too much here. Oh, I was afraid you would ask. I know, that I'm question. sorry. There's not a whole there's not a whole lot in that. Okay, know, well I see so. the edges and flaws. The flaws being wild and principled. Mm -hmm. And I don't mind principled, but um maybe get a little bit of wild out of there or something. Okay. Roll me a D6, and that's, that's going to determine. If you get a 4 or better, then I would say you'd be able to train that out of him. Yay! You got a 5! And so, uh, you spend the rest of the day kind of in the industrial district, uh, uh, basically, like, thinking of spots with your mind and commanding Jack to go there instantly. And so Jack worked on that the whole time. While you were doing that, though... Because uh, you're standing on one of like on top of one of the uh, oil silos and everything, uh, commanding Jack, because you could see the long distance from all of these areas. You hear eventually you hear somebody kind of climbing up the ladder behind you. I pull a gun out of my holster, and as they pull a gun, you hear uh, a person. The person just goes, "Easy there, cowboy," and you see a hand raised from the ladder and it's metal uh, because the finger, the hand isn't there. And you recognize that as Mal's hand. I lower it and go, why are you trying to sneak up on me? And he goes, I was climbing up a ladder. I don't think that was really sneaking up on Fair you. point. And uh, shouting draws attention. So, <laughs> so uh, he climbs up and uh, looks around and everything goes, this where you go when you need to get away from everything? Mm, no. This is where I'm training Jack. Hmm. Always wondered how you were able to uh, do so well on your own without a, uh, without a scout. <laughs> Turns out you had one the entire time. I did. Too bad, uh, too bad I couldn't tell you all that. I mean, I'm sure the military would have tried to do something with that, especially Blackwell. Yeah, that's why. Do you have any other tricks up your sleeve that I should know about? Uh, I do actually have one. Um, and he, he goes, you have your rifle with you at all? If what now? You have your rifle with you at all? Here, let me see all it. Right. So, uh, I was taught this one is, uh, I was taught this one in a pinch, actually. And so what he does is he takes the rifle and he kind of turns it on its side and has lays the flat part of the butt of the rifle against his shoulder and has it further up to where uh, and the uh, the bolt is pulled back basically where and so he goes in a pinch if you're reloading it hold it like this 
put it in quickly. And if somebody's coming around you, you still have a free hand to any shows his other hand to grab your grab his revolver and shoot out if need be. Hmm. Good trick. That might come in handy. Saves me in a pinch when I was reloading. At what point? And he goes, well, at the point where they get closer than I'd like. Understandable. And so he turns and he goes, so Blackwell, what are you going to do about him? Hopefully kill him. Okay. The real question is, what does he want with you? I think that's a, a long story that doesn't need to be repeated right now. And he goes, well, respect that, but... If it is information that can help the cause, eventually it will need to be told. He was my commanding officer. Gotcha. And that's what started me down this road. I would have never thought of joining a gang when I lived with my family growing up in Lee Township. I didn't imagine my life going this way. Uh, he chuckles that and goes, well, I mean, I get it. I was raised, saw the, uh, saw the guard as the one good thing. Thought I'd put in my time, make that my career and everything. And the next thing I know, they're having me uh, do more and more questionable things. And then, well, looks like I'm a gun for hire because, and he holds up his metal hand, and they go, really and truly, veterans' benefits don't really cover replacement hands. They don't, I know. But you saw that as a, as a way for a job and for a steady income. I saw that as my duty. And now that everything has happened... It's my duty to help protect the people that I care about and the city. He nods and he goes, well, good. Because Lee, we're going to have a whole hell of a lot of fighting. I, I don't want this, but it has to be done. I know you, I know you don't. But we need somebody who will lead them into the battle. I'd rather not, but there aren't many options. And he, uh, he goes, you know, my father, God rest his soul, died in the, <laughs> died due to the bottle. He did have a wise word of wisdom or two when it came down to it. But uh, one of the things he often told me was, don't make a leader 
out of the person looking to be a leader. Make a leader out of the person who doesn't want it because they will do the best job with it. That makes sense. It also makes sense why are all, all our politicians suck. I mean, have, no arguments there. And he goes, I just wanted to make sure you knew that because, well, let's be honest here. Archimon, he has had uh, soldier experience, but he's more of a tactician. We need somebody on the ground. And Abner's not that. In fact, from what I've seen of Abner, I am concerned. He's a wild card. You just need to know how to point him in the right direction. Exactly, but I'm making sure that nobody that doesn't need to be affected by it is in that direction Uh, either. Fair. I would appreciate any help you could give with that with that friend. Well, uh, therapy, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, uh, just kidding. That was, uh, off topic. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, he goes, ah, that's a good question, but I know he means well, and I know his head's in the right place, but I, I just don't want him to get somebody killed because he thinks he can't be killed. Or is too focused on the target. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. All right. And he goes, Well, I am. I've taken up enough of your time. I'm going to see you. I'll see you at the docks unless you, uh, unless you, uh, want to walk back there now. Yeah, I'll come back with you. And she's going to call Jack over. All right. Alrighty. And you see Jack kind of just flies over, uh, perches right on your shoulder, and then just fades into invisibility. Alrighty. Andre, what is Abner doing? Side note, I'm, I don't appreciate the shade. <laughs> that was just thrown my way. <laughs> Abner knows that, so. nothing of it. I'll, I'll continue that, but Andre knows. <laughs> <laughs> We we come in with Abner just crying in the corner. Like, <laughs> oh, he's not going to cry. Oh, baby, he's not going to cry. <laughs> I'd love to see him read. Uh, <laughs> he's he, oh, he's going to go hard. No. Um, uh, because I mentioned it when I was doing the recap, I am actually curious about it. So I kind of want to go to um, Faust mm-hmm. so I can ask him if he knows any books or something that can tell me about either a spell for shielding or some kind of way of enchanting an item for shielding. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause you're talking about that and everything. Yeah. And so uh, you open the door and you see, uh, you see Faust there and he goes, hello. Welcome to Faust. Faust's, uh, God, I can't even say my own name, right? Uh, Faust's uh, house of books. How can I help you? Hello, I believe we briefly met. Abner Loom. Ah, yes, you, you like to call people food and such. 
Sure. Now, um, I require a bit of assistance, and I was told that you are the man to go to for such things. Well, it depends. Uh, do you want a nice egg or something, or do you want a book? Oh, no, no, no. Definitely a book. All right. Well, uh, if you want a book, you're going to have to narrow it down a little bit. I mean, I got a book on just about everything. Oh, that is lovely to hear. Um, would you happen to have anything about shielding spells? Spells? Oh, okay. Well, uh, here, let me, let me, let me tell you something a little bit about a kid. Uh, there are charms and they're not, they're not spells. And those with a gift of being able to work with those, I like to call them whispers. They really know how to be able to do that sort of deal. That's something really and truly you'll find in the night market and everything. Uh, but, like, are you talking, like, from possession and such? Potentially. I'm not quite sure what I'm dealing with. I'm terribly sorry. Just anything you have regarding charms, you said. Yes? Okay. And he goes, ah, yeah. So, uh, basically what that does is, uh, I do have one book. It's, and he, he hops off his stool, kind of walks over and goes, ah, well, yeah, you bastard. All right, let's see. Yeah. And he uh, climbs up a little bit of, he climbs up a ladder, flitters through the books a little bit, grabs one, and he climbs back down and he goes, ah, okay, let's see. Yeah. All right. So, uh, this particular book is about demon charms and everything. There are demons out there. Demons are, well, demons are troublemakers, and a lot of them's a pain in the ass. And uh, what happens is there's these charms you have, and I think I think you know about them. I mean, I think Akaban told you a little bit about it. Oh, touch. He, he, uh, yeah, so these particular charms, if you're going into a highly haunted and infested area, these can prevent... Uh, prevent you from being possessed by those things. So, is that what you're looking for? I believe it may. I would like to look into it. I will take this book. All I'll right. pay for it. Not take it. Sorry. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, go for it. Uh, I don't know. about two, A coin would probably be it. I can, I can do that, and I'll hand him a coin. And he goes, alright, fantastic. Anything else I can help you with at all? Do you happen to have any other books containing enchantment of jewelry? And he goes, uh, yeah, let me see here, let me see here. And he, uh, he hops on the ladder and it actually slides down the bookcase a little bit. He climbs up and everything and he goes, let's see here, enchantment of jewelry, enchantment of jewelry, enchantment of jewelry. He goes, I don't have enchantment, but I do have curses. Interesting. In a wholly different way. I will take that one as well. All right. Here you go. And uh, he hands you the book and everything, and he goes, uh, anything else I can help you with? I believe that is all, my good man. Thank you so much. And he goes, fantastic, fantastic. And behind you, you hear the door open, and a figure walks in. And just as the door, you say those and you're about to turn, you hear a person go, oh, uh, yes, uh, is, I believe this is the right place. And you hear Faust go, oh, uh, yeah, can I help you and everything? And uh, the, the guy turns and goes, uh, yes, I'm incredibly sorry. Uh, I heard that this was a place to 
uh, learn about things. And, uh, well, I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard everything about it. And, well, uh, I'm sorry, I should really introduce myself. Uh, my name is Councilmember Reigns. Uh, and uh, I was wondering if you had a book about vampires. I, there's a lot going on, and I'd like to do a little bit more research myself. Uh, Abner, do you stay for this? Or oh, hell you... yeah, I'm staying for this. I'm just trying to figure out what my next move is going to be. <laughs> Hot vampire gossip there. <laughs> and so, uh, quick question. Is this on the council of people that we need to kill? This is on the city council, yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you need to kill him? I mean, that's debatable. Well, that's true. I don't have to actually murder him. Uh, and so he is one of the sitting members of the city council. As you know, there was technically five of those. Uh, one of them has uh, recently died, and your mother is currently running unopposed for that seat. Yeah, I hate her. Um, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah, I double hate her. Anyway, um, okay, so uh, obvious question. Uh, mm-hmm. Or obvious answer, probably. I have nothing with me, yeah? Yeah, you have no, no yeah, weapons, guys. Does... Does he recognize me? Uh, no, he's more focused on getting the book right now, but if um, you do anything out of the ordinary, he could, like, see you and everything. He was, well, okay. You um, notice that he's one of the ones who was not at the World's Fair. Okay. Is it so? It's it's plausible to say that he hasn't. He knows of the recluse mm-hmm. and probably my name, but he doesn't know what you look like. Yes, what I look like. Yep. Okay. Um. Uh, how do I play this with Faust in the room? That's the that's the tricky part. That's going to be the tricky part. Okay. What we're going to do? I'm. Uh, I want to go up, and. I'm not going to introduce myself. I just, uh, I'm just going to go up to him and go, interesting vampires, you say? And he turns and goes, oh, uh, hi, uh, sorry, uh, council member Reigns, and you are? Oh, a pleasure to make your acquaintance, uh, Abel Garabalus. And, uh, and he goes, oh, uh, fan- fantastic to meet you, Abel. Uh, I'm sure you've heard all the hustle and bustle especially around the world's fair honestly i've uh been a bit indisposed could you fill me in and he goes well um yeah so uh our governor was at the world's fair when uh according to him and multiple uh according to the photo taken that like uh and his account that he was attacked by a vampire it was only the protection device that he was wearing that actually saved him. No. And the, I was unaware that the governor had a protection device and vampires, honestly. And he goes, I, I know they're a myth, but uh, according to the photo, there was very clear, uh, there were very clear uh, canines on him. So, and the protection device, ah, yes, that, so that is, as you know, the Onyx Vale is, Sometimes a very dangerous place. A lot of crime is here. We do our best to try and rid us of that, but unfortunately, uh, a lot of people, a lot of the crime lords here, tend to try and remove um, 
people that they don't see fit. Oh, the horror. Yes, it's very dangerous times we live in. And so the governor always gets a personal device that allows to protect him from anybody attacking him. Oh, well, that is absolutely wonderful. I trust that that is extended to the city council as well. And he goes, uh, yes, uh, it's basically anybody that the city, yes, the city council has one too, and he kind of opens his coat and shows it off a bit, and he goes, um, it's it's given to everyone from the city council, and the only people, and so uh, he, he goes, yes, everyone on the city council has it too, that way nobody, nothing of ill repute happens to them as long as they have it on their person. Oh, good. And you have... Guards, I would assume, that are posted outside. That would be also a, a boon. And he goes, yes, yes, yes. Especially after the assassination attempt, uh, I have Secret Service with me almost always. And they're not actually called Secret Service. I don't know why I said that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have... Spectacular. Uh, I have city guards with me at all times. Oh, good, good. Um, I... I run a bit of a protection service as well. I do hope... Um, crap, I don't have a card to give him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I, I run a bit of a protection service, so I would love to extend that service to you if you should ever need for, for some more discreet protection. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Uh, fantastic. Uh, that'd be great. Do you have a card? I, uh, and I'm going to pat down my pockets, I unfortunately don't have one with me, but my friend here, and I'm going to point at Faust, if you let him know, he will get in touch with our uh, benefactor, and I'm going to uh, look at Faust and hope that he gets that. And Faust goes, oh, right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to him, uh, your people, his people, they'll have lunch. Just reach out at any point and we'll be happy to help you. And he goes, ah, oh, yes, of course. Thank you, Abel. Um, fantastic. Good to meet you. And uh, I hope you do make it out to the voting uh, sometime within the next month or so. We do need to fill that seat. Oh, we do. And believe me, I'm very interested in this race. And he goes, good, good. Are you interested in a career in politics or are you just... Following it closely. Following it closely for now. Uh, all right, all right. And uh, by that time, Faust has returned and offered up the book and everything, and he goes, thank you, and has turned and left. Um, I'm going to look at Faust and just go, please, you must let me know the moment he reaches out to you. And he goes, yeah, sure. Yeah, kid, sure, I can do that. Uh... Councilman Reigns is one of the better ones on there, so it's good to, it's good you met him. It's good to have him in our pocket. Sorry, um, I should be going. Thank you ever so much for your help today. Yeah, of course. Have a good one. And tell Akaban I'm expecting his package sometime tomorrow. Package tomorrow. I'll let Breadloaf know. Thank you. Of course. And, uh, yeah. Is there anywhere else you go? Um, no, I think I'm ready to go back. Right. So, a little bit later, you guys all appear at the Reckless. Uh, you find Mal looking at the board and everything. And so, each one of you have entered. And so Mal goes, 
So what happened with the trigger? Who is that aimed at? You. I was going to say, that's not a me question. You mean the remote device? Yeah. Well, Sally intercepted me. I was hoping to get my hands on it myself, but despite that, she got it out from underneath me and ran off with it. Fuck. Right. (sighs) Okay. So we know they have the means for something. Something that a remote trigger. What else did you learn from... Did you learn anything else while you were down there at all? No, simply that that remote trigger gives them distance to activate something. Do, do we know about how the... Just We just know that they, their plans are with the dam. You, okay, so if you remember correctly, you have a brief flashback and everything. Uh, Sally tells you, like, what do you think they're going to do? With a remote trigger and distance. So I think he brings up I I didn't learn much else, but they've got a trigger, they've got distance, and it has to do with the dam. Sorry. We did actually cover this part. So you remember that uh, she did you you did come to the conclusion that they are planning some type of explosives. Okay. No, I, yeah, he goes on like it's something with the dam, distance probably an explosive if they're going to be that far back, but what on this material plane has the ability to blow something like the ethereal dam to high heaven? Okay, so we need to figure out the next move of trying to figure out of what they're going to do to explode this stuff, and not to mention it doesn't help the fact that it's the government. So, have you heard from Sally at all? No. That's not good. In the meantime, uh, I did reach out to a friend. Uh, in fact, actually, you can come out. And during this time, we see Madame Trison uh, walk out from the shadows. And so she goes, Hello there, friends. Oh, hello. Oh, it's good to see you again. Isn't it good to see you that again, Breadloaf? Of course. Oh, Abner, a dream as always. And Archibon, you look so tired. You do look terrible, yes. <laughs> it's, well, considering our last couple of weeks, can you blame me? Mm. I'm going to roll something. Okay. Oh, Chris is doing secret rolls. Yep, we're, we're good. Carry on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, uh, and she goes, and so she turns and goes, Oh, you must have been in prison when I met these two. What's your name? She's going to look her up and down and go, Lee Tyndall. Yours? My name is Madam Treason, owner and purveyor of the Sway Cabaret. My friends... I've scratched your back, and now I need you to scratch mine. I was approached by government agents asking about the night market. Now they're currently being taken care of, but they know about the bar. So I had to burn it down. There's an army coming, and we're a neutral party. You're asking us to defend the night market. 
I believe I speak for all three of us when I say we can help. Yes? I concur. Lee's just gonna nod. And she goes, Good. I'll see you down there. Meet me in the park and I'll take you to the night market. And this time, we'll take the easy way. I appreciate that. I don't feel this. these old bones could take another three years off. With that, uh, she turns to Mal and goes, Ta-ta! And uh, exits. All right. Um, and can, I, so, can I ask a slightly tangential question? Yes. Mm. Chris, how old do you look right now? I am going to guess this guy, like, sunken eyes. Like, like the color is definitely drained from his face. Not that he was... You know, he, he was on the yeah. pale side, but there was color to it. There's no color. Um, his hair is usually like pulled back. It's disheveled. So he's not doing well. He He's burned the candle at all four ends. Okay, so I should, we should... Okay. <laughs> and I will say, like, just to give a hint, he, he like, something's up, but he's fighting to hide it from everybody. Oh, yeah, no, it's... it's uh, even with whatever Tim's doing, something, something's wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> Alrighty. Fantastic. Okay, so uh yeah, moving on from there. Uh Mal turns and goes, Alright. Sounds like we have our uh orders. And uh yeah, you guys start to head off to the park where she located that. Hey, In the I, meantime, can I, can, we'll head Can I tell people the things I learned? Yeah, go for okay, it. Yeah, great. <laughs> uh before we before we head out, um I'm going to pull you all aside. Uh, before before we leave, I have a little bit more information on the shield or whatever it was that uh, protected the the governor. Apparently, oh, right. there is... Can you describe it, Tim? What does it look like? And so what it looks like, basically, is like a little portable generator that once it detects a weapon inside the radius of six feet... Or any type of ill will, it'll automatically force that person outside of that area. Do I? I don't know that. You don't know that particular part. You just know that it will. It, it'll definitely bounce someone away. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the particulars, well, but I know what it looks like. Well, wouldn't that be fancy? And I think you know, Archibon is a small chortle for those of us that aren't so fisticuffed minded. Actually. Now that you mentioned it, I think one of us might have the ability to get that. And I'm going to stare just right back at you. <laughs> Me? How might you propose that? Darling, dearest, bread loaf, you have money. You can get whatever you need if you have money. <laughs> oh, well, that is true. All right, I mean, I'm overdue for a letter to father anyway. Absolutely wonderful. Oh, letter, that reminds me. Um, the short man uh, at the bookstore. Oh, Faust. Yes, Faust. Lovely little individual. Lovely little scrumpet. Um, He said that you have a package arriving soon? Oh, yes. Good. I was wondering if that would make it. Oh, All right. I, I also met a councilman. He was very lovely. He doesn't know my true name, as we all know that wouldn't go well. Uh, but he might be... You reaching... used the Garoppolis name, didn't you? I did. You know me so well. I, I confess. <laughs> at, any, at any rate, 
he might be reaching out to us for protection services. It'd be nice to be in the uh, in the pocket of someone who is on the council, I thought, so I did that. Truly. Do we know anything about this council individual? I've heard he's good. Faust liked him. Well, if Faust likes him, that is very telling of his character. All right. Should they come knocking, then we shall graciously roll out the red carpet. Wonderful, and I trust you have fake aliases ready. No, of course. Good. I believe that's all I know. That's all I know. Alrighty. And so, uh, yeah, so you guys are going to basically be doing an assault on uh, with the night market, so we'll get into that in a bit. But for now, uh, this is a perfect place to go into our first break. When we come back, you guys will do your loadout, and we'll talk a little bit about this one. This one will be a little bit of a different score. Sweet baby. All right. They yearn for the mines. All right. <laughs> for the mines. And hello. <laughs> Score time. All right. Fantastic. Uh, so honestly, uh, we're back. Hopefully this time without technical issues. Uh, I wanted to do this last time. So uh, Chris here, make a footnote of adding the sound of a can being open. You know that. Add can open. Don't actually don't add that sound. Do ex- just take that clip of Tim and put it there, and then just play like, the rest of his audio, right? <laughs> so I you can, hear it again. <laughs> add the sound of can open. Sound of can open. Can <laughs> can is opening. Something will happen, or, or I'll just be like, the can is now open. <laughs> or, open says can. <laughs> Good. All right, fantastic. All right, so uh, so this one's going to be a little bit different. Uh, you guys are going to be defending from an onslaught of soldiers. Question about that? Quite answer. About that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So we're a we're a thieving group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. We do we have peoples? Yes. You're gonna have. So what's going to happen is, and this is, the, so you guys are going to tell me where you're going to be. So first and foremost, on the map, uh, you see that area where you guys had uh, initially did the World's Fair? Yeah. Yes. I want you to see where I'm pinging. That is where the battle map is going to be of today. Uh, we're going up into... How do I zoom in? To the right of that. Yeah. And so what's going to happen with this particular area is you guys need to figure out a way to uh, defend this area. Is it that whole... So are are we talking like the whole area that's surrounded by water? Or are we talking like that tiny... That frost glass? So basically this is the area that you'll need to protect. Uh, You guys are going to (sighs) start... We're in lame is. You guys are going to start right here. And hopefully hold the line so to speak okay uh we're in lame is 
So, uh, first and foremost, let me ask you this. Can you hear the people sing? Hey, <laughs> I know a lot about Lady Biz, but I've never actually seen it or done Neither it. Neither have I, but then again, isn't it like three hours long? I mean, yeah, it's, it's a... Yeah, it's super... It's incredibly long. It's a doozy, and there's no spoken dialogue. It's all sang. No, it's all song. You know what's absolutely crazy? For Okay, so... A train? Note, tangent. A train off the rails. <laughs> I So I went to the high school theater festival thing that they had. And one of the showcases was for a high school that did Lay Biz. And I'm like, that's a fucking swing. <laughs> How did you get high schoolers to pay attention that long? I mean... Because <sighs> I'm, like, I'm like, I know they're... I don't know, like I said, I know they're squirrely, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, moving on. Um, so, let's talk about your guys' loadouts. So... Uh, fuck. Sorry. Yep. And since you spoke first, you get to go first. Yes, the interaction gets somebody else's time. <laughs> I was, to be fair, I was in the middle of doing it when you were just telling us about the map, and then I stopped. Okay. Um, I'm gonna bring trance powder again, and uh, that is one of my italics, so it doesn't count. Um, I'm bringing a cane sword. Okay. I am. Hardcore debating this one. I'm. I don't think we need the documents. Oh, but they. I know they've gotten us Ooh. out of some some sticky situations. Right, but the situations have always been assaulty because we goofed the first part. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Maybe I mean, I we think... can go without our good luck check this time. And I hope this doesn't come nice back to bite me in two died. hours. That's when we all <laughs> died. Um, knock on wood here. I'm going to debate on that for a hot second. Um, throwing knives needs finesse? What's prowl? That's just me hiding, right? That's physical activity. Yeah, that's like sneaking and such. Well, I'm not, I'm not good at throwing shit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I mean, this is still a bad idea. So, since we have um, our uh, our uh, weaponsmith dude, can I bring an unusual weapon? I will allow one. I'm debating if I want to keep my cane sword now. No, I want to <laughs> keep the cane sword. Um, I would like to bring with me a parasol. But I would like that parasol to be able to shoot uh, poisonous darts. Okay. Ha ha. I will allow that. Um, I mean, I can bring the documents. That's not gonna. That's gonna keep me at a light load. Then we have it if we need it. Right. I'm gonna bring them. We're let's do it. Documents for life. Um, and then I'm also going to bring a gang. <laughs> I'm also going to bring a spirit bane charm, but that is also one of my italics, and that that is it for me. All right. Fantastic. All right. So, who would like to go next? Those goes. I will. All right. It's you. <laughs> All right, uh, Lee. What do you got? All right, so I'm actually going to do a heavy loadout this time. 
and go mm-hmm. for a fine pair of pistols, my long rifle, and of course I'm going to take Jack and my usual spirit bane charm, as well as throwing knives, climbing gear, arcane implements, and demolition tools. Fantastic. Alrighty. And last but not least, Archibon, what are you bringing? I just want to say that was entirely too fast. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Entirely too fast. How dare you? And now oh, you know how what it feels like when you haven't done it oh, and damn. you're relying on everyone else. Oh, man. All right. So taking everything that's in italics, so I've got my concealed palm pistol. I got a vial of slumber, uh, slumber essence, a f- fine cover identity, spirit bane charm. Uh, Artemis is with me. But I'm going to go for a normal loadout. So I've got two marks in leather armor. I've got a fine pair of pistols. So that should be three. I've got a fine bottle of whiskey if this goes down the way it might. And for the last thing, Archibon's bringing a blunderbuss. Oh, a shotgun. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to... something again? <laughs> it's not going to be... So think about this. So in regards to that, it's not going to be like a blunderbuss sort of deal. It's not going to be like one of those breech-loading one-shot deal that you have. Mm-hmm. Think of it more like one of those World War One trench shotguns. You're going to have five shots to this. So. Yep. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. So... Uh, immediately you guys come loaded for bear in the park. Now you get to bring one NPC from the recluse along with you. Who will it be? Oh, just so you know, there's a distinct chance they could die. No. So, I don't want to say the person I was going to say now. (laughs) So this is, this is somebody that it's in the, in the group, not just like, oh, one of our contacts, or th- this can be one of our contacts. It can be one of your contacts, but it has to be somebody in the group. In the recluse. Well, shit. Can I utilize a flashback? Sure, go for it. <laughs> Before this all started, Archibon goes to Lady Nigel. And... Had, like looks in the eye. I'm going to be up front with you. That vampire in the square was real. And they are going to come down on those people. And I know, just like I haven't, the vampires have done nothing wrong to any of us. They need defending. And how wonderful would it be to have vampire allies? So if you can stand with the defense of the night market, it could do both you and I a great, great boon. So I think he's mustered, or tried to muster, uh, both the South City Automation and the, the Coal Brigade to stand alongside him. And, uh, yeah, she uh, definitely is... Yeah, so... Take uh take two stress for that. That's agreeable. And you guys will all you will have uh 
South Street as well with you guys there. But you still got you still get one NPC though. I have a choice that might not might might be okay for us, but simultaneously I need to ask if she's still alive because we haven't seen her in a hot minute. What's Tess up to? <laughs> Tess is uh, technically leading the fights currently from like holding off uh, Boiler Brothers and everybody else. So really, truly, still alive. I mean, that could that could ruin some other things, but we could bring Tess because not only was she a bartender, she was our she was muscle. We can just bring Mal. That's okay. Well, All right. If we can't lose another facility, guys, I can't. <laughs> I, my heart doesn't have it. I don't. Think Although I don't love Mal as much as I like to kill another friend. I think the question is, when given who these characters are, do we go to ask Tess and Mel's already like, all right, let's go. Because I don't... I, correct me if I'm incorrect, but I don't think Mel's going to sit back. He's not. That's yeah, true. it feels like Mel would probably jump in right. on this. Whether we told him to or not. That's yeah, true. I feel like we have Mel, no matter. Right. Yeah, I feel like we have Mel. Okay. So, uh, you've done all that. Now, this is how you're going to get, like, good starting points, is tell me what you guys are going to do to hold them off. Like, if you can come up with good ways to, like, keep them at bay for the starting bit of it, um, that'll gain you bonus dice. Are we speaking for the outer area? Yeah. Or Or the intersection? So... You guys are going to be on the inner part of the circle, and you're trying to prevent them from getting into that inner circle. So you're kind of in the middle. They're going to be out here. You guys are going to be here, and they want to get there. Hopefully that made sense. <laughs> okay. There was a lot for of us, yes, for the audience. <laughs> I, I feel like the audience is just going to be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I know. About. For okay. the audience, <laughs> this isn't going to make a whole lot of sense. Uh, so Hold really on. and truly, what's going to happen? Yeah. Okay. So... The f- the what you have circled on the map is the fountain, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the inner circle. The mid circle is what we're protecting, and that's where we'll be. And then everything else is the city, the outer portion. Yep, everything else is the outer portion is where they're going to start. Uh, the middle ring is going to be where you guys are going to start, and then the inner ring is where. The outer people. ring is trying to get to. Okay. Um, so there is one, two, three, four, five, six major roadways going straight into this area. Um, I want okay. to find the tallest building that gives me the best access to seat on most of these. Another sniper battle. Wait, no, <laughs> I don't want that. I want you to be able to protect us. But it's another sniper battle. <laughs> right, and do you want Mal with you as well? Um, no, I want him to be on a slightly lower roof, and I want him uh, to be able to jump down and help if necessary. Okay. All right, fantastic. So that's going to be, the both of you is going to be plus two dice for that roll. All right, what is everybody else doing to help out with this? Ooh, flashback. 
Sweet. We're utilizing the hell out of them this episode. Right? Well, yeah, like, we, we don't ever fucking use flashbacks, but now. <laughs> right, cashing in. Um, I need to go back to the to the theater um, that my good friend Adela works at. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk to Adela. I'm actually mm-hmm. going to go to all of the stagehands. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say... To be honest with all of you, I'm sure you've seen the papers, I'm sure you've heard the rumors. I believe you can trust me and I can trust you. There is some truth to what you've heard. I can't go into detail, but if you would like to know more, you will have to help us. They are under attack, and if they are assaulted, you'll never know more. Do you want the government to cover this up? Do me a favor, roll me a sway. I sure can. I know you want to, since it's your four. Right. <laughs> can I... I want this. What What position am I in? Let's say desperate great. Damn it, I, mean, I want it controlled. <laughs> but this way you get XP out of it. I know. <laughs> God damn it, that was horrible. Great. A two, a three, a three, and a one. You get a few, and you're able to do some stuff, but you're not going to be able to do everything you want. Yeah, that makes sense, because apparently I decided to roll like garbage today. <laughs> That's All what right. I do appreciate about this game, is like, even though you're like really powerful, shit can still not go your way. Right. Six ones. Don't the curse me like ex- The world explodes. <laughs> Not gonna look for that. Um, okay, your hawk is on the highest roof. I'm trying to Chris, where do where we're hmm. not we're not punchy people. No, you're right. Well trying Alright, so here's Archibon's train of thought. You know, he's he's the general with the pieces, is is kinda how he's so He's taken a category or a, a survey of everyone. He's got Artemis up trying to uh, skulk out avenues. He's like, what's the, do we have enough available manpower to line all six entryways? Let me roll With a major entryways. I will roll a D6 and that is going to answer that question. You can roll. Okay, we got five. Five out of the six. Okay. So, I think he's looking at it. Um, do you have any set builders come with... Uh, <clears throat> Adna, do you have <laughs> any set builders come along with in the th- from the theater district? Well, I'm sure I have uh, one or two. Um, did any of you build sets back at the theater? Well, I'm curious if we can get barricades offset. Not exactly to keep them out, because that won't work in the interim... But if we can slow them down, they have to crawl through them. We could line each side of the street using the high ground of the buildings to shoot down into the street. But we'd have to keep keep a contingent around on the ground for any kind of ground-based intrusion. I am following your train of thought. Everyone follow me. Um, I have have an idea. So, yeah, I want to use some of the... I want to use the state chance to build... A barricade. Which okay. which street did you want? Well, looking at it, that Marble Avenue is the biggest sort of thing that'll be the most difficult 
for us to wrangle if there's too many of them coming down that way. So if we can create a choke point, most of the other streets are on the narrow side. So definitely Mobile Avenue. Breadloaf, I have you absolutely covered. So we're going to go over, we're going to build this barricade. Mm -hmm. We can do that, yeah. Uh, What skill do you think would be like to determine how well you build it? Uh, and a hint, it's not sway. I know. <laughs> I know what it's probably going to be. Okay. I'm going I'm gonna say what it's going to be, and then I'm gonna do my real life after. Um it's probably gonna be Tinker. That feels yeah. like the one that makes the most sense. Yeah, that makes sense to me too. How I I have the set people with me, mm-hmm. or I have the stagehands. So what benefits do I get from that? So with that one, I want to say you get a bonus dice. I think Ab- uh, Abner Archibon's going to help, and he's like, check a back pocket, and in his back pocket, there's going to be an anti-infantry military manual. I like reading. I can and so that. is that one of your like plus two without stress? Yes. All right. Or plus one without stress. So you have plus two bonus dice for this one. Yes. I know what you're going to say. I know what I want it to be, but Desperate Great. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll go Desperate Great because this is going to be. <laughs> Why this is going to probably make a. This is going to be a big thing if it can hold off. Great. And then I have two? Two bonus dice, yes. Yeah. Double fours. All right. So it's not perfect. But it's not bad either. It's like the Ohio of barricades. <laughs> there Perfect. go the remainder of our Ohio listeners. Um, <laughs> right down the middle. <laughs> I assume the way it's built is is it okay? I can tell you how it's built. Wait a minute. Yeah, I have power I was here. Say, I'm like you. Don't, I don't need to ask me. You tell me how. It's built. Right. <laughs> um. I would like it to actually be a little bit elevated off the ground so they're able to climb under it. Okay. Here's why I say this. I would like to sprinkle my trans powder on nice. the ground and mix it in with the dirt. Okay. So if they crawl through there, they get hit with the trans powder. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah, you do that. I have Alrighty. more I want to do. Sure, yeah, go for it. Wonderful. So, um, I don't know how many ghosts there are in this area, or if I can just go into the night market and ask for help from a spirit, but I would like to capture a spirit and have it ready to go to rele- release it on the front lines. Okay. Uh, this is now my a- favorite episode. Do me a favor. Roll, right. me in a t- roll me in a tune. Oh, no. So if this goes if this goes poorly, it could backfire. How does I want to assist. How's that assist? Affect this? Okay, uh, two stress for you, Abner. That's fine. And, and what yeah, about this? Is going to be desperate, great, and it's and with yours. Can you do that for every roll or just once? What do you mean? What? You say you do your your what? What were you saying, Chris? I am asking because. Lee has their spirit bane charm, do they not? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, 
Uh, that's why it's going to be a bonus dice, and so the effect oh. actually would have been lessened. Okay. But don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We can make this work. So you've already rolled. Uh, so technically, with the bonus dice, that puts you at two anyway, so it's fine. Um, and you rolled a five and a two. So, as you walk up there, you notice the, um, you notice the character sitting there. His name is, uh, his name is Nerex, and, no, he's not, Nerex and uh, Skurlock, two vampires are sitting there talking and everything, and as you go up to him, he goes, uh, Skurlock turns, he goes, are you sure about this? Uh, this particular ghost is very grumpy. He does not like being bothered. That's why we call him the Butcher. Well, if I can manage to get him, then uh, then he would be perfect. And he goes, okay. Uh, Butcher, can you come out? And immediately, Lee, you feel your skin. Like, it feels like the room got 30 degrees colder. And you hear this whooshing of noise. You just hear this low growl of uh, a presence entering and just going, Who dares summon me? I want your help. And you see kind of a corporeal face start to show. And on that corporeal face, you kind of have a smug look, a smug smile. And we're going to leave it at that for now. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. All <laughs> right. Uh, Archimon, what are you doing for this? And then we will do our engagement roll. So, you know, I think, you know, South Street has showed up mm-hmm. and he's pointing out, you know, sandbags across here um any civilians get them out now um take up windowed positions mm-hmm. you know any loss back up you know trying trying to coordinate all of these these groups of like, like this brigade here this brigade here this brigade here this brigade get around the inside of the fountain let's use the stone as cover and i think he's going to set up in the, with the fountain brigade, so he has kind of a decent ability to see everything. Um, and so, okay, fantastic. And as you're getting set up and everything, you hear somebody come over and goes, ah, hey, uh, Archibon, what should I do? And you turn and you see that it's uh, Thomas Hornwood. What on earth are you doing here? And he goes, ah, you told me to stay down here, sir, because it was safer. Yes, further down, as in in the night market. And he goes, but I want to help. I appreciate that, Thomas, I really do. But is that ghost issue of yours going to become a liability or an asset? And he goes, I think... When it comes down to it, I think we've kind of, I think we've gotten an understanding. Have your studies been going well enough that it, you could utilize it to our advantage? And he goes, I, I mean, <laughs> uh, he goes, I mean, I haven't had a field test, if that's what you mean. Well, 
no, this is very unusual circumstances after all. But Thomas, and I think he gets right down in him, and despite his tired look, you can see this like burning fire. If I tell you run, do not fight me. Do not question me. You run. I've got a seeking suspicion of that gift of yours in the hands of somebody who knows what's going to happen could be very detrimental. And he nods and he goes, Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Good. Now, you stay with me. You stay on my heels. Are we clear? And he goes, he nods, of course, of course, of course. So uh, we have Lee up top. We have Archibon kind of being at the center. Abner, where are you going to be? Sorry, I was stuffing my face. Um, <laughs> at the I'm, I'm um, waiting at the Winchester until this all blows over. <laughs> no. I think I'll stay with the stage hands at the at the little choke point we made. Okay. We have someone up high. We have someone near the center, so. I kind of get free reign of where I want to be. Alrighty. Alright, so we will begin from there. So, uh, eventually, you hear the sounds. A little bit of time goes by, and eventually you hear the sounds of boots just walking and everything. And eventually you hear of a loudspeaker... Citizens of the Night Market, this is Sergeant Major Blackwell of the Onyx Vale Guard. I am giving you one chance to come in peacefully. If you do not take this chance, we will come. And we will remove you by force. Where? What street is he on? You just hear the voice. It's uh, like he's on. Oh, we can't. We we don't know where he is. Yeah. I don't have a bullhorn. I can't talk that loud. Is is Artemis within view of me? Yeah. I think he throws up. You know the commands. Be like. Find him. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. And so eventually, a little bit later, you both, uh, Artemis returns. Jack sends kind of like a mental thing that there are soldiers amassing here, 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 and here. Okay, can you make those a different color? Yes, I can do that. Thank you. <laughs> so what I'm seeing is we've got double double barricade here, here, here. Nope. Nope. Uh, we are totally nope. protected. We got this. <laughs> the light blue right. of relief is gone. There you go. There you Oops. go. Uh, the angry there color. The murder color. There you go. And... There we go. I don't think you put one there. What? I was planning on putting one there until y'all were like change the color. <laughs> yeah, but I, I 
I feel like we should stay with the continuity. Mm-hmm. You actually did one there before. <laughs> All yeah. right. And so, uh, yeah, they give you those reports. In the meantime, uh, over the loudspeaker again, you hear Sergeant Major Blackwell go, You have from a countdown of 10. And so if you guys want to do something, just feel free to chime in as I'm counting down. 10. 9. I think uh, Archibald told the South Side once they start... They have special bags they light on fire that creates Five, a smoke screen. On main. Four. Three. I'm going to try to shoot the nearest person I can see. Two. One. And with that, they start entering. So do me a favor. Uh, Lee, you see them come out the first. So, uh, yeah. I'm guessing it's going to be a hunt. <laughs> Is this desperate great already? Here we go. Uh, no. Uh, with yours, especially since you're going to wait for the first person you can see, this is actually going to be controlled. Standard. Yep. Especially since you have a high up in a, like a regular position here, you have a really good like. It's probably going to be controlled standard until they are pushing you out of that area. Okay. All right. So. So, immediately you just hear the sounds of uh, Lee just popping off during those times. And immediately, as as they kind of round the corner, you see troops kind of start to fall and, like, drop and everything. And they start uh, kind of, like, taking corners. And eventually, the whole night market is just filled with, like... Uh, Spurlock turns to you, uh, Archivon, and goes, When do you want the vampires to attack? Well, the question is, you're better in close quarters, are you not? And he goes, yeah, should we be with the stagehands? I would. If they're going to get to that choke point, that's going to be feasting time for you, if you don't mind me being so crass. <laughs> he smiles and he goes, yeah, I hope they have their garlic. And, uh, <laughs> and walks towards where uh, Abner is. In the meantime, uh, yeah, in the meantime... Um, Abner, you see them kind of like they start running towards the barricade and uh, some of them, you see some of them start crawling and about halfway through they make it to the edge and they just like start to pass out. However, and more and more come like sheer numbers is kind of blocking up the area itself. And well, finally... Trans- Transpider doesn't put them out. It just makes them susceptible. To... Oh, it makes them subsess- susceptible. Okay. Uh-huh. Susceptible. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's working already. <laughs> And so, uh, they are still crawling through, but they don't have a command yet. Um, I'm gonna... Can you can you do his voice again, the uh, Blackwell? Sure. Uh, I'm gonna try to imitate you. Okay. Uh, All legions move forward. We are now removing any hostile presence from the night market. Okay. <clears throat> you are to return home. This is no longer a safe place. You need to turn around now. And that's what I'm going to say to the uh, people coming through. All right. So what's going to happen with this particular part? Because there's only so much trans powder that can help with this kind of thing is going to sure. determine how effective it is. Okay. <laughs> what's so, that number? What's that number, Chip? 
Uh, what is the it? Max, the maximum was going to be half, so this is definitely 40% of the troops from that area have definitely started returning home. Uh, <laughs> however, the first and after they start returning home, the other 60% are still coming through. But and as of this time... Hit, they're not going to be able to get hit with the transpatter anymore. No, because okay. at this point, enough of the transpatter has been diluted from like getting on everybody else. Sure. Uh, and so, but you do hear them starting to like hack at the barricades, and they are making decent progress with that. Question. Yes. Um, did Jack identify where Major Blackwell is, Sergeant Major Blackwell? Yes, Sergeant Major Blackwell is in this area. I don't see your ping. Oh, there. Sorry. Okay. He's further it's a red mark. It's the he's south, he's in the southeast corner of the night market currently. Perfect. I'm going to use my sharpshooter ability um, to make a ranged attack at an extreme distance beyond what is normal for the weapon and try to shoot him in the head. Oh, damn. Look at you all learning nice. how to fucking play. <laughs> you know, we all took right. us several episodes, but we can do it. All right. Let's go for it. Roll that beautiful uh, dice footage. Is it Roll that beautiful standard? bean footage. <laughs> Is it still standard That's, control? Oh, no. No. That's for great. Can I help? <laughs> can, can I help before the, before the roll happens? Sure. So this is using up my last foresight. In... Lee, you have this, uh, you know, he's been talking with Buxton. You have this specially cut whistle round that spins and whistles while it shoots. So while they can hear it coming, it screams at an ultra high decibel, disorients people, and will make maximum damage once it hits. Its <laughs> rifling is counter to the rifle barrel rifling, so it has extra range on it. Oh, God, I love that. God. <laughs> so that's. Um, All right. That's one bonus dice, right? Yep. Wonderful. That's a six, baby. All right, we roll a four, a two, a six, and a one. So we'll get to that in a second. (laughs) Uh, And so, uh, Archibon, as you're kind of watching, you're noticing the south side is definitely being decimated by these soldiers. Uh, They're holding them off, but they are not doing well. Um engaging in the range and they're kind of it's kind of like guerrilla warfare they're kind of like attacking moving kind of deal but the thing is these are scoundrels against soldiers it's not going well right so i think what he did is because these are all ground level that are having their problem mm-hmm. so i think you hear you hear him yell up windows smoke them and he uh they drop these burning bags of just hay feed into there just to make a smoke cover Okay. And try to blind them a little bit. All right. So that will definitely slow them down for a bit. In the meantime, uh, while the smoke is starting to clear the air, you hear probably what is the sound of the loudest gunshot you have ever heard. And I think while he jumps back, he's like, oh, looks like Hulk got to use that special bullet that I uh, put in the magazine. And so as you do that, you hear the sound of, Uh, and uh, the bullet goes in slow motion. You see it literally passing like windowsills and everything too, like past the windowsills, past different like booths and everything. 
and we see Major Blackwell, who is standing there with the uh, with the uh, megaphone, shouting into it, and we see the bullet coming at him, and it grazes his cheek as it goes by. Oh. I was so crit. excited. <laughs> so was I, I want to say that he's 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 his face is marked up, and this thing is running at 180 decibels. He's definitely deaf on that ear too. Yeah, he's definitely like you fucked him up, but he's not dead. So, <laughs> and so uh, you just hear the sound of, and uh, he just falls down and kind of just like. And everything, like, from... You just hear the sound of, like, from uh, the megaphone kind of, like, feeding back and everything. So you know you hit him. Um, And you you definitely see that he's on the ground. There seems to be moving, but you're not sure if it was, like, a fatal shot from where you're at. Lee's gonna whisper to herself, Bastard. (laughs) And Um. so... When he, when all of that happens, so I would assume we could all hear the screech of mm-hmm. the of the megaphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> you're gonna hate me. Um, <laughs> it's good content. It's great content. Um, I am going to hear that. Obviously, I don't know what happened, but I'm going to assume that someone took a sh- dude went down. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use that, and I'm going to sh- I'm going to shout so that the people coming through can hear. Mm-hmm. Cut off the head, and the body will flounder, so they can kind of understand that he I, he's dead. I think he's dead, so I'm going mm-hmm. to try to tell them he's dead. So what are you trying to do? I'm trying to <laughs> convince them that it's pointless to continue because their he- because their leader is dead. Okay, so what skill would you say that would be? Oh, come on. Are you asking me this? <laughs> you know what I think it's going to be. I think you that's sway. Okay. Alright. I'll do sway. Desperate great. Uh, great. Hold on. I want to double check one more ability. Okay. So that's a six, a six, a one, and a four, a and, a one. and a one. Okay. And so they're like, they all look to each other and just like, and they kind of like back up, but on the other side, as like the ones that are crawling through, because they're about to like really engage with you guys and everything. The ones that are crawling through, but on that after that note, you do hear the sounds of on the other side of the barricade, and goes like, "Why isn't this barricade down yet? Eh, let me take that." And it sounds like somebody picks up what sounds like a battering ram that sounds heavy, and then all of a sudden you just hear like a <laughs> as the bat as the barricades look like they went from like about 70% uh, structural integrity to 20 in one hit. Oh, you daft scone. And I'm going, I'm going to pick up my umbrella. I'm going to aim it and I'm going to wait. All right. The next one comes through and (laughs) the thing opens up and you see like about six to 12 of them are still entering. The other ones that you convinced are leaving. So there's only 12 left in this particular one. Uh, 12 left, and then one big guy who's about 7 feet tall, built like a brick shit house. Great, I have a boss battle. That's fun. <laughs> Did all of a sudden the orchestral music kick in? <laughs> Wait a minute, it's, there's music though. What's going on here? It's playing Latin. 
Oh no. <laughs> I'm, I'm screwed. <laughs> How many guys do I have with me? Uh, you have the four set builders. Uh, and so they immediately start attacking these guys, trying like holding them off with like uh, saws and like hammers and such. Uh, uh, but the other guys come out, build, bring out the, uh, their clubs, and they're just like kind of beating on them, and eventually they go down. But all of a sudden, you see like uh, four vampires just jump up, flip over from the rooftops, and as they come down, they grab one of the guys and just sink their teeth into their necks and everything. So, Oh, Breadloaf was worried about me. He must forgot I can't die. Some Somewhere you hear Archibald go, oh. <laughs> And so during this time, uh, you hear, uh, you see the other guy come up. He still has the battering ram, and you notice that the battering ram, both handles that are usually used for both hands, are literally wrapped around his forearm. So he literally is carrying the battering ram, like, on his forearm as if it was a protection device. Like a brace for his forearm. Okay. <laughs> Is, what? Oh. <laughs> um, his okay. So it's on his arm. He he. It's is it bo- blocking his body at the moment? Has he like brought it up as a shield yet, or is it still kind of down? It's still kind of down. Uh, but he is wearing body armor and everything, so you're gonna have to have one heck of a like a pointy dart for it to get through it. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm <laughs> naturally. Not, I'm not gonna hit that with a. <laughs> I'm not gonna hit a headshot. Um, you can try. You hit, I'm, no. Hold on. With, you've crit with documents with us. <laughs> I'm believe well, me. True. I'm actually trying to figure out how the documents are gonna figure their way into this one. <laughs> um. So all this is happening around me. There's people fighting everything. Vampires have jumped in. I want to try and take down one of the lower guys so I can have my guy, so I can have my crew move to Big Dude. Because Abner might not be able to take down Big Dude. And so he is, so so he's about two actions away from you, by the way. Is he Uh, coming at me? Yes. Okay. Uh, so you, the first guy you're going to take down, how are you going to take him down? Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that's an acceptable response. Do you want a, do you want a second let's, to process and then come no, to somebody else? No, let's, let's just go for it. Um, <laughs> do I, okay, this is actually a question for you. Do I have a limitation on how many darts my, uh, parasol can shoot? No. Cool. I think more of this cinematically and like having to count ammo is nuts. Great. I love that <laughs> idea. Um, Here for it. Good to know. I'm not going to use that yet. I'm going <laughs> to cane sword. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna run up and stab a bitch. All right. This is going to be skirmish, right? Yeah, it's close combat. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, let's do desperate great. Oh, I, yeah, I kind of. Before I roll, how, pushing myself adds how much stress? Two stress. Okay, we're going to hold off on that for a hot second. Ooh, a five and one. 
It's zero dice, so you take the lowest result. Damn it! I take the one. <laughs> okay, so you pull out the cane sword, run at the guy to try and attack, and as you do so, he brings up his club and literally breaks off the cane sword. He broke my cane sword? Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> um, actually, I am going to... I am going to... How absolutely rude! And then... <laughs> Um, I'm trying to figure out what this would be. I, I don't think I want to. No, because I don't want to break the parasol. I'm gonna mm-hmm. shoot the parasol at him. Okay, that's gonna be probably a hunt. Hunt. Desperate, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? Am I, I suck at everything. So you, <laughs> oh, you shoot the parasol. You shoot the parasol, and it just zooms past the guy and hits one of the vampires in the neck, and he just goes like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I am terribly sorry. <laughs> and as you turn back, the guy is in front of you, and he goes, and uh, he, you just hear him just goes, Hello, Monsieur. Lamont? No, it's not Lamont. It's a oh, big, okay. it's just a big guy. Oh, I really, okay. I really like the Cajun accent, so I brought him back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm keeping it. <laughs> you know this weird place called Onyx Vale. We've got vampires, werewolves, Cajuns, Cajuns. <laughs> <laughs> um. So big dude's bearing down on me. Big dude is bearing down on you. Cool. Um. Oh. Honestly, I can't believe I even got wrapped up in any of this. And I'm going to pull out the documents. (laughs) We have reached last ditch. (laughs) We have reached truly desperate levels. (laughs) Truly. If the documents are coming out, we're we're not in a good position. We are not doing well. As you can see here, I thought this was supposed to be a simple light skirmish, and a lot more is happening. I would like to speak with your supervisor. Yeah, I'm going Karen. <laughs> I can see what's happening. And I... I, I <laughs> I'm here for if it. If all else fails, the only thing I can do is sway. Right. And this is... <laughs> pulling a Karen is the best way I can know I can sway. Jesus so if this succeeds, are there other other special talents that could amplify that sway? Uh, yeah. Because I'm trying to remember how Cloak and Dagger worked, but I don't know that you're... Um, gonna... Cloak and Dagger is only if I'm in disguise. Ah. Um, but Mesmerism means he's not going to remember me. Ah, unless we okay. speak again. So he'll, like, if I can get him to leave, he'll forget who I am. Sorry, I'm just so fucking... Disarmed. How sway, how sway <laughs> finds its way in. <laughs> I will, oh, God. I will always find a way to, to trip you up with this one. I Good. appreciate the hell out of you, Andre, with this. Okay. <laughs> Roll me sway. Desperate great. <laughs> Yay. There we go. That's some good rolls. That's a really damn good roll. That is some very good rolls. What are those numbers, Braytel? 
Yeah, what are you? Do you want me to read them, Chris or Tim? Or you, yeah, you go for it. Read them. Yeah. <laughs> um, in case anybody's wondering, <laughs> in case anybody's wondering, uh, I rolled a six, a two, a six, and a three, and I I have four points in sway. Your boy's and, got a solid six. And no, not just a solid six. That's a critical success. Yeah, Documents sure coming in clutch again. <laughs> Documents for the win. What the fuck? And so he looks at us and he just goes, uh, uh, okay, right. Uh, well, uh, I guess come with me. You're going to talk to Sergeant Major Blackwell if you are here to file a complaint. I, I mean to file more than a complaint. From what I heard, this was a simple, fun exercise, and you have taken it too far, sir. And he goes, uh, yes, ma'am, Just I will take you to my supervisor. Just please come with me at this point. I don't I... need your help finding the supervisor. I know where to find them myself. Leave now. Yes, of course. Do you want turn... me to get further into into this? I can go as high up as possible. And he goes, I'd rather you not, sir. Uh, I, and he turns and he just walks away. Jesus. Nice. <laughs> oh my nice. god, good luck car- charm came in clutch. Oh, and the means are like, maybe we don't need it. You're welcome. Spectacular. <laughs> I, I never should have doubted time, you. We truly desperate creatures. I'm ready to <laughs> help <laughs> wherever now. Uh, in the meantime, let's check in with Hawk. So, Hawk, during this time, you see what looks like you look through your scope, and because, like, you're just picking people off as you go, sort of deal, holding up Overwatch, doing a decent way with that. Uh, however, the smoke in that area has definitely made a lot of different, like, covered a lot of ground there. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, as you look back to where Blackwell was, you see what looks like a line of 12 people. And each of them have something on their back. And as you look closer to it, you realize that those are explosives on their back. And they are each lighting up. And you see them begin to take a step forward and start to run uh, into the fray. Oh, I immediately unleash a barrage of rapid fire to suppress them (laughs) and to take all of them out and blow them up way back there. All right. Let's, so, <laughs> this is going to be just like the Hound's fucking uh, special ability day. Right. <laughs> really, it is. <laughs> okay. So, uh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, let's do another attack on this one. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be another really high, so another hunt, desperate great. It's gonna get. I'm gonna get shit on when it comes to my turn. All right, so it's a five, a six, and a six. Another crit. So as you are back there, uh, you see like you see what looks like a tank start to roll down the way too. And as they light up and everything, we see another bullet just come through and just and a huge explosion happens in the background and everything. As you guys are just holding them off very well. In another section of the city, we see Madame Trezon kind of turn and just like uh, crack open her uh, sawed-off double-barrel shotgun and just reload and just give like a wry smile of like, I knew these crazy fuckers would come in handy. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, so I guess fuck that scenario. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, let's jump to Archibon. So I think, you know, trying to hold command, he's, he's got his middle brigade taking pot shots down the avenues as he sees fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Artemis has, uh, told me what's going on, you know, in the way that they communicate. Uh, so main street, Marble Avenue and where Blackwell was in the Southwest, that is now under control. For the most part, yeah. For the most part. Do we have any news of the other three? Do me a favor. Roll me a D6 first. D6. Okay. So immediately that pain in your chest comes back. And as you do... As you do so, you find yourself kind of like leaning over the table and you feel a, a gun kind of press up against the backside of your skull as you hear uh, Sarah go. Oh, it was Sarah, right? What was the name of the character? The pickpocket? Yeah. Sally. Sally, my bad. And so you hear Sally just go, You really need to check your corners, dude. <laughs> and you've got to check your moral compass sticking up on a sick man. <laughs> oh, yes, you do look like shit. Thanks. And she goes, Be a doll. Give me what I need. And that's all we need to do here. And what is that? She turns her eyes to Thomas and goes, The boy. And during this time, Thomas has turned and he looks, he sees her and he's just about to literally like, you see his eyes start to like glow dark as he's about to like levitate into the air. And she grabs you, putting the gun and goes and goes, tell him to knock it off or I'm going to kill you here. And so I think in the back of his head. You know, Artemis has been flying around. He knows that he's supposed to attack anybody that is threatening me. Mm-hmm. And knowing what he knows, he's like, he's going to say, fine. At least I won't be around when that dam blows. And I think he looks at Thomas. Run. All right. So. Mm, well. Let's see. What would the role be here to see how successful this is? Well, let's see. I could see two things because who, like, the outcome is to get Thomas out of here, right? Mm hmm. Command. Okay. Roll a command. Okay. Desperate great. Desperate great. Desperate great. I'm going to push myself. Okay. Take two stress. Two stress. That's one rest doing. Uh, I got three left. <laughs> uh, so just one bonus dice. Mm-hmm. There we go. All right. So a two, a five, and a three. And so immediately, uh, he stops. She uh, takes the gun down, but then you see Artemis just come out of nowhere and claws her in the hand, uh, and like holds the gun while you're able to like take like a step back when she shoves the bird back and then she turns the gun back on you again uh you have a chance to 
do something, an action in that uh, moment. Not, like, shoot her herself, but you have an action to do something. An action to do something. Okay. So I think this could go one of two ways. Is while she had me in a bind, Mm -hmm. am I, because I could see like the guns at whatever, and she had to pull me close to like get me, uh, you know, in that gun to the head thing. Mm -hmm. I pop the cork off my slumber essence. Mm, Okay. Uh, okay, so you do that, and what do you try and do with it? So I think, you know, it popped it up, you know, and it's, does it have a description on it? Let's read. Nope, no description. So I think he's just <laughs> trying to get her to fall, fall asleep and disarm her and get the gun out of here, and then uh, kind of... You know, he, he doesn't have the heart to do anything else. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the, he doesn't have the strength to do it either. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you know, she gets hit with a slumber essence and fa- falls asleep or at least drops the gun. And then he gives him the opportunity to pick it up. Be like, you've got one chance. You touch him again. I won't be so forgiving. I mean, she passed out to your sunglasses, and so it's cool. <laughs> right. and I think he's, I think he's like, he even says, it, even though she's like passed asleep. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, though, uh, yeah. And so, uh, and so you see uh, Thomas just kind of running through. He runs south along uh, the southeastern street here. And so, so I think, you know, as uh, uh, Arkham rounds, rounds around. He looks at it and just yells, Artemis, follow him. All right. And so uh, we see Artemis fly through the air and eventually uh, it's trying to, but like the smoke is very thick. So it's going to have to run through the area to try and find it. In the meantime, Lee, you look through your uh, rifle scope. And just as you look through, you see Sergeant Major Blackwell has Thomas as a human shield and he's backing him out of the area and he has a, and he kind of like, you see him point and you raise a little bit further up and you see a tank about to fire on the tower that you're at. Ooh, shit. Um, so you have the option of jumping out or taking the shot. I will say the shot is very hard and has a very distinct chance of hitting Thomas. Okay. Um, I'm not going to take the shot. However, I will. Um, how close are the soldiers to me? Uh, so they actually haven't lost any ground at all. So really and truly the only person that's kind of down around you is Archibon. Okay. Um, I am going to just focus on jumping to the next building so that I don't die. Alright, what do we think this is going to be? Probably a prowl. Alright, let's roll prowl. Desperate great. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> Gosh darn it. 
do we roll <laughs> anything else, really? I and mean... Right. I'm also going to use you my guys... uh, grappling supro- supplies and, like, try to get, use that to help me get over. Okay. I mean, I'm about to say, you guys go pretty hard. <laughs> Sorry, it's I'm good content. Bo- you get a bonus dice. Thank you. I feel... We're, yeah, we're at a 10, usually. Alright, one, a three, a four, and a four. So you hear the sounds of like the, the tank cannon going off, and it hits the uh, tower above you, Archibon, and where Lee was just moments ago as she jumps out and lands on the building, like, uh, sprawled out and everything. Uh, you guys, and during this time, now you guys have to take out the tank. Unfortunately, under all that confusion, Blackwell got away. He retreated completely? Yeah, he he used the tank as kind of like backup, and he is now retreating, like, completely. How far? <laughs> Joke's on the tank. Uh, he is farther than the previous shot you took. Damn it. And you would definitely need... He would be out of range by the time that you would get up to take another shot. I'll still use my ability again to hit him. All right, you can try. <laughs> is he still using Thomas that far back? Oh, yes. After you hit him the first time, he's like, fuck it, I'm human shielding this until I'm literally back in my home, back in my home with uh, three-inch titanium doors. Never mind. And walls. <laughs> All righty. And so... You still have the tank, though, and the tank is literally the last enemy left. Uh, Archibon, you kind of see this tank, and you definitely, like, dive out of the way. Uh, And as you look back to where uh, Sally was, you see that Sally is gone. Lucky bitch. (laughs) So I think... Do I see Artemis? Uh, you do see Artemis, and Artemis is t- still circling the area trying to find uh, Blackwell. So I think... And that's when, you see, that's when you see the tank and everything. So I think, you know, if he, he has a quick second, like, I can't compromise... Uh, you know, it, it's the... He doesn't know Thomas is in play over there. Mm-hmm. He just knows he sees tank, he sees problem, he's got to fix it. So I think he's going to call down Artemis... And he's going to pull out his fine bottle of whiskey to make a, a, a Molotov. And he's going to tell him, fly up high, drop on tank. All right. So it's going to do that. And it's going to, it's going to be another command roll. So let's do that. Desperate great. Desperate. Now, the real question is, are you trying to think of like a combined thing where like you drop it and Lee shoots it at the perfect time? I mean, it's a, a, a tank and once the bottle hits, it'll shatter. I mean, true, but hopefully you're trying to get it to where it gets inside the tank, where the fire will get there. <laughs> right. Well, I don't I don't think Lee's close enough to communicate that. Oh, true. All right. Unless we uh, want to pull some cinematic bullshit and nah, let's just two and two go let's, together. <laughs> nah, let's do two command. <laughs> okay. So, Desperate Grape. Yep. Schmidt. And no bonus. Pew. What are those dice? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. Just remember, this shit turns around. Oh, God, does it. Uh-oh. Dear God. 
All right, mm-hmm. so... I'm sitting pretty good right now, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's a command of a six and a six. And so we see the small bird just kind of like fly over there, and then we see it drop. And as we see it drop, we see the guy open up the hatch to just go like shout of like point where people are, because he can't see throughout the smoke and everything. And then he looks up and he sees this fire bottle just land and... And ignites the whole tank, uh, knocking the tank down. And after the tank, uh, you hear like the roaring fo- smoke of the fire. The tank finally comes quiet. And you notice that the enemies have all stopped fighting. So I think, you know, Archibon is standing there. We don't know that they're gone. Not one bit. And then he points to the near squad. Once the flames are out, get your hands on that tank. Then, you know, Thomas? You don't hear a response. Then I think he turns to Artemis be like, go up. Find him in the area. Then I think he turns to everybody else. Gather wounded. Start triage. And you feel your knees buckle as you pass out onto the floor. Uh, Abner, you are walking up as you are making your way to the fucking manager at that point. (laughs) Spectacular. And you see see Archibon just keel over. Uh, Breadloaf, and I'm going to run over to him. Right, and that yeah, is. I'm where... gonna check on it. I'm guess he's. I'm guessing he's passed. Just completely passed out. He is completely passed out. But we will come back to that and everything else afterwards because the heist is now. Well, the score is now done. Bam, 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 bam. We did All it. All right, and back for part three for the downtime. Yay, downtime! <laughs> Yay. Welcome back to part three of the downtime. Uh, yeah, a lot of things happened. A lot of people are feeling good. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, during this time, uh, we so we are back in the recluse's hideout. Currently is just Abner and Lee for this part. Uh, I will get to what happens with Archibon in a second. Uh, and so, uh, and so, uh, Mal is kind of sitting there. He's looking a little rough for wear, and he goes, All right, let's see here. I don't know if they've put it together that we're a part of it, but uh, this was a resounding defeat for the Onyx Vale Guard. So, good job, everybody, on that. Um, nobody found Thomas, though. I'll look for him. 
I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean over to to Lee. I'm terribly sorry to remind me. Who I can't is. hear you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. Remind me who Thomas is. The one that was uh, being held hostage by by the sergeant major. See the smelly boy. <laughs> and Mal goes, yes. Yes, has. Thomas. He oh, has a lot sure of power. Did. He was the one who like, was told by the whatever was possessing him to off somebody. Oh, I know who he is. Abner doesn't. Yeah. I know. No, Abner was there for that mission. No, I know. Abner doesn't remember him. Oh, okay. It's, just, it's been a while. Oh, okay. Abner just, <laughs> Abner's just like, nah, he wasn't important. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I know who he is. I'm, I'm very aware of who he is. Okay. And so uh, he goes, uh, he goes, I dropped Archibon off with Faust. I. He says he has some people he knows with the Nightingales that's looking after that, so we'll check in with that after that. But I do have reports from both the leaders of the South Street and the Night Market. They are very much on our side, so we have a growing force of people. Now, Archibon talked a little bit about this with the... uh, with everything going on, we believe, well, he believed that they were going to create a bomb and they needed some sort of power to go with it. There's a very distinct possibility that Thomas could be the key to that. I'm terribly sorry. Are you trying to tell me they plan to use Thomas as a bomb? Yeah. Well, that's not possible. Lemon tart, that's not possible, correct? Breadloaf, breadloaf's not here. Lemon tart. And uh, Mal goes, we'll look into it for now, see what we can find, but it's, at this point, I wouldn't put anything past him. He won't get away with this. In, in the meantime, get some rest been a long day we'll try and find the kid in the morning and so with that what do you guys do for your downtime just remember you are at war uh so you will only have one action unless uh archimon you want to use your special ability i think it might be wise to roll through at least the first round and then make a u-turn Okay. So, uh, let's check in with Archibon and Lee. What is going to be your first... Uh, what are you going to do for your downtime? You, you said Archibon. <laughs> well, I'm going to come back to you, but Abner or Lee, sorry. Yeah, you said Archibon, though. Uh, you guys both have A names that have, like... Yeah. A. <laughs> I'll go. So, um, I didn't use my uh, ace up the sleeve... So I would like mm, to, okay. um, like, attempt to go to the the main uh, base of one of the 
gangs that we're in war at war with and then unleash him upon them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have the option of... Uh, and this time I actually have it. Uh, you have the Mechanical Turks, the Boiler Brothers, or just the Onyx. I, wait, I thought those two were our allies, and then the others, all the rest, were the, our enemies. No, you guys have oh, South Street right, Automation right. in the okay. market. Okay, I'm going to go to the Mechanical Turks and, um, and unleash it on them. And hold on, given my previous um, experience scoping out the leaders of these uh, groups, I would like to um, stay hidden and have a small chat with the butcher before I let him go. All right, and so uh, as you walk, you stop in front of their hideout, uh, it's kind of raining out, and you uncork uncork the bottle, so to speak. And the butcher appears and goes, where do you want to Well, be? I've got enemies in there who want to destroy your kind, so if you wouldn't mind doing me a favor and then doing whatever you like after, go for it. And he kind of just gives a smug smile, and then you just see him like dart into the sky. And about... 30 or four, like 10 seconds later, you just hear screaming and starts and the sounds of just flesh ripping. Um, Lee's gonna shiver a little bit uh, at the sound of the fr- flesh ripping, but then turn around and walk away smiling. All right. Abner. Cold. <laughs> what the fuck do you do? Right. <laughs> I can't follow that up. <laughs> um, I actually do have a question before I jump into what I want to do. So, for our crew, it says that during a downtime, one of your cohorts may perform a downtime activity for the yes. crew. Does yes. Is that, like, one of our contacts? Or is yes. that, like, one of us? That's one of your contacts. I, I want to send... Um, our journalist friend here to reduce our heat. Okay. And we uh, does that count as my downtime action as well, or is that just no? That'll count. That'll count for them. Roll me a d6, and we'll see how much they can actually like remove. Uh, Okay. Yay! There it is. Uh, You it's a one. You lose no heat. (laughs) Uh, We tried. Good, However, good I will say because of Lee's work with Inspector Dewey, Inspector Dewey uh, still lowers your guys' heat by two. Yay! In fact, actually, like a, a score or two more, and you guys will be back down to two. <laughs> Look at us go, team. All right. And um, uh, so what does Abner do? Um, I'm not too stressed, so I'm not like... I don't think I need to get rid of it. I mean, just I only reminder, have two. Just reminder with your particular thing is you take stress when you don't. Oh, fuck, I do. Mm-hmm. That's all I can do. Just I don't want to get drunk, though. <laughs> can, okay, with pleasure as one of mine, 
You know, I'm just gonna hit up a brothel. Alright. I'm gonna find a dude and we're gonna get it on. Hey yo. Alright. Indulge vice. Mm-hmm. I rolled a one. Nice. Alright, and so you lose one stress. <laughs> I'm right. not that stressed. <laughs> For the first time in Abner's life, you're pretty okay. <laughs> Feeling not that stressed. All right, let's check in with Archibon. So, Archibon, uh, you wake up in what looks like a room, in what looks like kind of a... Think of like one of those artist loft buildings sort of deal, but... As you do so, you see kind of like makeshift curtains as if it looked like one of those makeshift hospitals. Uh, I'm on the set of Rent. Oh, well. <laughs> and uh, you see Faust there. And Faust is kind of like sitting there and he sees you wake up and he goes, easy, kid. Easy, easy. You, uh, <clears throat> you're not doing so hot. Well, that's news to me, dear friend. I feel fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, your friends brought me them to me because I might know it as well. I have a friend here who might be able to help you out with anything. You want me to stay, or should I let you be? A uh, friend in the dark is a welcome, welcome sight to Tearfast. He goes. Uh, all right, and he sits down in a second, and about a minute or two later, um, a nightingale walks in. She has uh, tight-knit brown hair pulled back into a bun, and she looks at you and she goes, ah, Yes, hello, uh, Faust told me about you. Uh, my name is well, I'm Nightingale Audrin. Uh, how can I help you? Well, I was hoping you'd have... More of an answer than I have, I Well, what you see is what's up. <laughs> and she goes, and she goes, can you pinpoint anything that might have caused this? The most obvious malady. Are you familiar with the night market? She looks to she looks to Faustin, looks back and goes One moment. She goes over and closes the door and she goes Yes. The void that surrounds it. Yes. I fell into it. Another vampire snapped me out, but it was already in there for three years. At least that's what he said. She turns, she looks. She kind of like turns her face a little bit, turns her face, and she goes, "Open your mouth, please." Ah. Uh... She looks in. And she goes, "Jesus." Um, as she does so, she raises her hand and kind of like goes over it, and you see what looks like kind of a light appears out of the hand as she's looking over it and everything. And she goes, "People don't come out of that void." Oh. Trust me, all the book research that I've done, I'm surprised that I'm still here. I'm... But judging by my current health state, I imagine the cost that I knew would come has finally come due. She nods and she goes, 
your exterior body lost three years. Yes. Your interior body is aging at an accelerated rate. How bad? You currently have the interior of an 85-year-old man. That explains a lot, actually. So what does that mean? She goes, well, being that this is the first ever case of this and how bad it is, I would say things are looking grim. I would get your affairs in order. That's what I thought. There are a few things we can do to maybe prolong the process, but this is still very new and we do not know a whole lot about this. That's fine, then let's do it. If it may help somebody later on down the line, then fine. Of course. I will go get that in the meantime. Um, And as she walks out, uh, Faust is just sitting there and he goes, Oh, kid, I'm sorry. Well... That's life in the Omenix Vale, isn't it? When your number gets called, it gets called. I guess mine did. Deep in my... Deep in the back of my mind, I knew. I've already mentioned it to mother and father. That's what was in that letter that you ran. He nods. You see kind of tears welling up, and he goes... I also have bad news. (laughs) Well... We're already in the dark. Might as well lump it on. Artemis didn't find Thomas. And I think at that, like, you know, just despite the rundown, uh, Archibon hikes himself up. What? What do you mean? They didn't find Thomas. Do you know what he's going to be used for? I know. I know. Mal is working on it. He said, you get wrecked. He is going to find it. We've got the recluse shower in the city. We're going to do what we can. Oh, good. As soon as... For now, though, he said, you rest. <laughs> and what's that going to do but put me out of action for something that's going to be inevitable? Look, dear friend, I will rest for now and let the sister do what she needs to. In order to prolong, but there's work to be done. I need to be out there, and you know that as much as I do. I do. But for now, only because my body disagrees with me, I'm going to uh, turn back around and lie down now. Good kid. I I want to go inform everybody. I'll be back, though. Okay. Um, I'll be here. Oh, and uh, Faust. Yeah. Open a window, will you? I can see Artemis pecking at it from here. And so you open. He he walks over to the door, opens the window, and Artemis, uh, flying over, uh, flies over to you. And and I think just to kind of. I don't wrap up. Argabon just, I don't know, holds his bird and pets Artemis. 
And that's where we're going to end for today. You can't die. Look what you've done to these two. Look what you've done to these two. I can't. No, that's not happening. I'm not going to let it happen. I know I don't know most of this as a character, but it's not going <laughs> to, no. <laughs> Abner's going to figure something out. Oh, shit. Live in a bread loveless world. No All carbs right. for you. We need the carbs. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I am Tim Williams, and I am the host of Onyx Vale Saints and Sinners, a Des Moines and Dragons podcast. I am joined I'm- by Andre... Chris and Callista. Two of which are emotionally devastated. <laughs> two of which are emotionally devastated, so I won't. I mean, I'm not crying. Callista cool. is, is crying. <laughs> uh, this is the second time I've done this to Callista throughout our time playing this. <laughs> uh, and so, I'm sorry, Callista. And just so you know, that is uh, a brief thing uh thing i like to say is anytime characters get into it in the game is is not anything against each other they're just playing their roles and uh so yeah i uh, hope you all I <laughs> hope you all enjoy this that's for the audience <laughs> uh and it's for the audience uh and just a reminder check in on the des moines and dragon social media page uh we got uh cardboard caucus coming up with a live show and look for more because uh, different shows are going to be coming out because maybe one episode, maybe two, and Onyx Vale is going to be coming to a close. Not Can without not? all of us leaving alive. <laughs> We're going to find out. <laughs> so with that, we bid you adieu, uh, and we will see you in August. <gasps> Goodbye. Bye. Oh no.
Comics Veil, Saints and Sinners. Hey everyone, it's Chris from Onyxville Saints and Sinners. I want to thank you all for taking a listen today. And of course, don't forget to check out our other show, Warlords of Crisis, or any of our past shows like Tidefall, Awakening, Last Life, or even the Fallout series. You can't miss. And make sure that you find us wherever you get your podcasts, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or even Spotify. Make sure you find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, I would be remiss if I forgot to mention DesMoinesAndDragons.com. And you know what they say, sharing is caring, so tell a friend about us. Now, stay tuned folks for more Des Moines and Dragons.